Okay, wow. Just, uh, it's great to see everybody. Thanks everybody that's come in from wherever you've come in from. I know, uh, I'm just super mega blessed to have my family here. My sister called me to let me know about a surprise that was happening. They were going to just surprise us yesterday, but she flew from DC down to Alabama. They drove over from my, with my parents and, uh, Jared and Kristen, my, my brother and their, their, their boys came down from, uh, Amarillo where he's the city manager there. I think I've got a few things going on. I mean, my brother and sister are, are wonderful, wonderful leaders, but, uh, Yeah, also got Leonard and uh, Kim's mom, Vita, in with us today as well. So, um, you know, I want to just frame it, frame this thing like this. You know, in First uh, Samuel chapter 7, verse 12, Samuel uh, lays down a stone and he calls it Ebenezer. And he says, thus far has the Lord helped us. And that's kind of what we're doing today. We're just put stacking up some stones, a little mile marker, and we're saying, God, after 25 years, you've helped us this far, and we're looking forward to the next 25. That's, that's what this is all about. And, and there's different people from different parts of the journey along the way. In uh, Malachi 3.16, it says, those who feared the Lord gathered together and they wrote down what God had done in their midst. And that's kind of what we're trying to do here today. Even, even Jesus' command about the Lord's Supper is like, do this and remember. So it's important as we're moving forward that we also remember what's happened in the past. And we are so very thankful. I can't tell you how many years, well, 25, literally since the beginning. I can. Since the beginning of the church, we, we, we've been driving for 25 years, coming to Sunday morning service and saying, thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you that we get to do this with the people that we get to do it with. And it's just a blow away to us. I mean, just, I'm just grateful, you know. Yeah, you know, the Lord really changed our lives in our early 20s, and uh, it just, we just wanted to, from that moment on, we just wanted to live all out for God, and um, that took us into full-time ministry, and then we met this great, sweet, precious group of people on the screen behind me, and we all just wanted to do something radical with God. We wanted to step out beyond the boundaries and we wanted to be brave and courageous and we wanted to have a place. We wanted to plant a church. We didn't even know what that meant. Um, but we wanted to do it because we felt God wanted us to. We wanted a place full of joy and laughter and that would express who God really is to us and how good he's been to us. And we wanted a place where, um, we would invite friends and that we were, would be free to worship and, yeah, and God did it. <laughs> I just love listening to you talk. You know, this is amazing. Because she's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I, she, yeah. 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 So uh, here's one of the behind the scenes story. This is the, the behind the scenes story was for Christ Fellowship was that we said, hey, let's, Kim, I'd heard about prayer and fasting. I'd done it like once or twice. And I said, let's go to a, to a Christian camp and let's take two jugs of distilled water for three days and pray and fast. I had never fasted before. <laughs> so we go and it's, it's kind of creepy because there's nobody at the camp and there's no power turned on. It's kind of something that uh, it's just kind of like needs some theme music or something. But it was a miserable fast. It was terrible. We didn't make it all the way through the three days. We got a day and a half or two days in. and said, this is ridiculous. We're dying of hunger. And uh, so we go back and we eat. But the Lord spoke to us. As soon as we got back, we started getting a download about what Christ's fellowship was going to be like. And so it, there, was that, there was that process in and behind the scenes. And part of what we wanted to do was to have a church where we could 
Worship like we saw worship in the Bible. All the standing, falling, dancing, clapping, kneeling, shouting, you know, and worship in spirit and truth. And you don't have to do those things on any given Sunday, but just where we could worship like we saw worship in Scripture. And we could be the church that we read about. Remember, me and Dave, man, dreaming, be in the church like we read about in the book of Acts. And that we could serve God's purpose in our generation. We, we sat around and we dreamed about that. And still today, when I talk about that, people nod their heads, man. I mean, that's a big part of who we are. And I could just go around this room. I mean, there are so many specific people that we would not have made it without, you know, partnering with, with key people along the way. Some of those are going to be sharing this morning, but, uh, I mean, Munsells, the Tillmans, just in the early days, we, we just couldn't have made it without folks to walk with. It's always been about community for us. It really, really has. And um, I remember just, I do, I do want to just say this about my dad. Um, you know, whenever we talk on the phone, just, I mean, if we talk 10 times on the phone, eight or maybe nine times, he tells me he's proud of me and just blesses me and blesses me and blesses me. And I've walked with that father's blessing and it, it helps it just, just, it helps to be a conduit of love when you know that you're loved, not just by your heavenly father, but also by your earthly father. It's just been good. And that y'all have been the recipients of some of that. But we, we dreamed about what would the church be like if we could just see this thing happen? What would it be like to raise our kids in this kind of a praying, worshiping, going for it, you know, rip the top off, ah, kind of, kind of life with Jesus. I don't, I, we didn't say that one, but <laughs> something like that. And you know, Emily, you know, just got raised up to be a worshiper and she loves Jesus. And she had five things she was looking for in a husband and Aaron's all five of those. Yeah. And then Matthew growing up to love Jesus. And now he's got this girl named Julia with him who became his fiance yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's been 25 years you know, when you when you do one thing for 25 years, you see a lot of change. And um, I was joking in the first service, I've been looking at pictures and videos, and you see a lot of changing hairstyles, praise God, <laughs> you know, or changing body shapes or changing families. You know, we've seen so many babies born at Christ Fellowship and continue to do so. And um, meeting from, diff- you know, from one place to another over all the years and even just worship, whether you saw the, were part of the conga train that you saw in the video or flags or whatever, or just music. Uh, Brent reminded me, Dennis Jernigan, you know, we've, we've lived through so much. Dennis Jernigan, Vineyard, Hillsong, Bethel, Antioch movement music. And wow, you know, and so just, and, and I do want to just say, you know, we were 29 when we started this church. And uh, for those of you who are with us in that day, thank you for trusting a bunch of young, two, two young kids. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and one of the things we were talking like, what are some of the marks that we just love about getting to do church at Christ Fellowship? And, you know, one of those things is joy. It's just you guys are the most joyful, generous, Jesus-loving people on planet Earth. And there's just no place, you know, we'd rather be than getting to do what we get to do with who, whom we get to do it with. Um, you know, one of the things we're talking about, too, is just baptisms. Think about all the hundreds of people that have been baptized in our horse troughs or pools or uh, swimming pools, hot tubs, all the different things that we've used and said, Lord, bless this water here. <laughs> bless this non-traditional thing, whatever. 
And, uh, but just lives, eternity changed, you know, and we're just, we're thankful. Marriages, you know, how many people have gotten married because they met each other at Christ Fellowship? I was asking that at the staff meeting. Yeah, my own brother. And uh, I was asking that at the staff meeting. A bunch of the guys on our current staff, they met each other here and got married. Or children that were born that, and I'm, I'm always, I get kind of trippy, kind of, it's a wonderful life. Like, well, what would happen if, you know, the, would those kids exist? Or, you know, God's got it all in his hands, right? But we're just, we're thankful. Uh, just so thankful. I don't know if there's anything else. Yeah, just one more thing. As I'm looking through this group of people and, you know, Christ Fellowship is who we are today because of all of you guys and everyone that was in first service and people that couldn't come. You know, whether you came in 93 or 2003 or 2013 or today, you know, it's it's all of us together. We make up the church, and we're so grateful, and we feel really, really rich, and our hearts are really full this morning because of you guys. You have special memories of friendship and seasons in our hearts, and thank you. Yeah, you know, it's. It, I'll just finish with this. It's it's community. It really is. Um, there is something that when we were dreaming back in the day, what would it be like to see church like this? And then when we experience it, and that tuning fork goes off in our hearts, just that 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 true like what makes our hearts sing. It's we didn't have language for this back then, but we do now, and that is that we were made for this kind of community. We were made to live life in the image of a God of love and relationships and community, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, from all eternity. And when we hit the mark on this, when we we hear it, we hear that note, and it's like, yes, this is what we were made for, and there's nothing better than it, and we're just so thankful that we get to participate in it with you guys. Happy 25th. So, uh, amen. What we want to do... Right now is uh, we've got a, a number of different people going to sh- come share a little testimony. I don't know, the first one is Brent Mitchell. Brent was on. We were on staff together for 13 years. Then he led the, the CF Hawaii Church Plant for nine years. He's now on staff at Trinity Fellowship and got all kinds of responsibility there with his lovely wife Vicky and uh, dear friend. Y'all give it up for Brent Mitchell. Okay, we talked about the fun, and this is part of my four minutes for Lindy. It might have been a little more dramatic in the first service, but... My wife was asking me to hold it up, but Todd and I is helping me. So you got to have the full visual effect here. It still fits, kind of. <laughs> yeah, the, the hair change and the body shape, I felt like Tim was talking about me. So, <laughs> so it is good to have fun, right? And so when I was thinking about this is... We were just going on a faith journey. God is the author and perfecter of our faith. And so he would put things on our hearts and we were trying to just live full out for God. We wanted to, to do whatever he told us to do and obey it. And so we had a lot of crazy experiences, but I like stories. And so one of them that I, I remembered that kind of encapsulates a season that we had here. We were seeing a lot of youth come to the Lord and they were coming out of a lot of different backgrounds and 
one of the young guys, his life was a mess. Uh, he was going to get kicked out of his house. He was about to get kicked out of school. He kind of had a bad drug deal go bad, <laughs> and some guys wanted to beat him up. And this was his life. And uh, he gets saved, and he gets set free from all this things and all the amazing transformation I saw in his life. But he still had one addiction. He was he's addicted to cigarettes. So he we've been praying and fasting and believing for him to get set free from cigarettes. And in in that. Uh, we had a, a preacher come. Jamie got to take a trip to Uganda. He networked with some pastors from Uganda. And one of them was a guy named Iridard Mikasa. And Iridard was a real fiery preacher, and he preached for like three hours, literally. He would just preach and preach. And he said he'd drive the demons crazy because they couldn't handle it. And uh, <laughs> so at the end of the service, Iridard's preaching for three hours, and we're all like, well, we do ministry time. And everybody gets uh, falls out in the spirit, and there's people everywhere. Well, this young guy was one of those, and he fell out in the spirit. And then Erdard had a word. He goes, I have a word for somebody in the church. And he is addicted to cigarettes, and he has cigarettes in his pocket right now. God is going to set you free from cigarettes. And I remember I was so excited, but he had fallen out in the spirit, and he was unconscious. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was like... So I can't believe I did this, but I did. I went over and I got the cigarettes out of his pocket. <laughs> and I held him up. I was like, it's him. It's him. And praise God. He was set free. And uh, he's, he's a responsible young man and has a family. And uh, I love this guy. He's an elder in a church now. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? And so we love that. We have passion for people and to see them get saved and get set free and raised up into leadership. That's what this church has always been about. And if it, if it was crazy and it was out there, we would try it. And so it was just this walk of faith of us saying, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I, I love this phrase, and this is one of the ones that goes way back to the beginning. It was real life, real love, real people, Jesus. And it really is all about Jesus. Thank you. Great job. Amen. So, so when we when we first uh, when we first got going, uh, you know, there was we went for a few years and then we selected. Come on up. Just we we had uh, three elders eventually, and it was Brent Mitchell and Brandon Preston, who is our administrative pastor, make it funner guy, all around awesome guy. Y'all give it up for Brandon Preston. All right, amen. Amen. Good times, good times. Okay, so I don't have quite uh, as many animated stories as Brent. In fact, whenever Lindy gave me this assignment, said we had four minutes, I was like, oh my, if I don't write this down, it's not going to work. So uh, if you'll just bear with me, I'm going to share some thoughts that the Lord gave me uh, about today's service. God is a creative creator. In fact, he's so creative that he invented creativity. I believe that he celebrates how uniquely we are made and how wonderfully different our giftings are. He then brilliantly puts us in community with others who have different gifts than us so that the church will be, will be built up and edified. This is not just what I believe. This is my testimony. 
I have witnessed and experienced the love of God in community with believers who are sometimes similar, but more often very different than me, filled with a special part of God's character that I need to see expressed in the church and also in the world. Let me tell you about some of the people that have impacted my life at Christ Fellowship. And I want to emphasize some. It would be impossible for me to include everyone that has had an impact, but these are a few that the Lord laid on my heart this week. I want to honor them. Mike and Janine Casey show me God's real love for total strangers everywhere. Bud and Jan Stradley, they helped me relate to people twice my age and wisdom. True adopters. Donna Miller showed me how much God loves newborns and new parents both. Truly anointed for her ministry of midwifery and one of the very few people that I call hero. The entire Lovell, Pinkston, Tubbs family, they have been an amazing showcase of godly family heritage passed from generation to generation. Chris and Tiffany Guile, they've modeled submission, surrender, and service to Christ. Randy and Anda Brown, they've powerfully demonstrated that you don't have to go overseas to be profound missionaries. Brent and Julie Pennington and all of the other foreign church planters, they've modeled to me and everyone else that you can go overseas and change the world. Todd and Jackie Knight, they're the epitome of loyalty, hospitality, and true marketplace evangelists. The Lukers, they demonstrated God's presence in worship and in waiting. Brett Fountain, he taught me that worship was a state of mind and that giving was worship. Bill Munsell modeled Christ to me through his faithfulness and consistency. Linda McFessel demonstrated God's prophetic nature and then taught me to grieve well. She was one of the good ones that God called home early. Mike and Pam Smith, they've modeled God's heart through parenting their own children well and many others in this church. Brad and Heather Thompson made bringing the church to Fort Worth fun and frankly possible. The Ashabranners, they've demonstrated continual service and humility. The Pattersons, they remind us that God is a lover of music and a lover of laughter. The Okanas have been some of the best neighbors anyone could want. And I marvel as I watch Nan Mullen Peters. She models contagious joy in spite of life's hardships. The Leafs were available to us when we needed safety and understanding. The Jacksons are filled with confidence in God and wonder for the world around them. Alan and Nancy Smith, they helped me find a way forward and showed me a timely friendship. And the Reisners, they share with me God's passion for fun and for organization. And all of the church planters that have been sent out by Christ Fellowship, they've modeled true obedience to God. God's call to go. And I'm forever grateful for the church planters sent out from this body. And that leads me to Brent and Vicki Mitchell. Only God knows how much we love these two treasures. They are uncompromising in their character. Brent was my RA in college. Brent and Vicki were the reason we visited Christ Fellowship the first time. They were our first group leaders. They, we were on staff together for 10 years, elders in the church. They planted a church in Hawaii where we visited many times. And now they're pastoring and caring for the needy in Amarillo, Texas. I have no doubt that my life will continue to be impacted by their witness, their testimony of the life of Jesus. I love them dearly. And finally, Jamie and Kim, you two are, you reflect a rare set of gifts in the body of Christ. Not often do you see in the same vessels the Father's heart expressed as vision, leadership, tenacity, risk taking, 
perseverance, patience, and kingdom in, kingdom expansion. But in Jamie and Kim, I've witnessed all of these valuable qualities. This body of believers that calls Christ Fellowship home, you're exceedingly blessed to have Jamie and Kim as your pastors and spiritual mentors. I, with you, speak blessings on them for 25 years of modeling God's heart to his children, and I pray for continued effectiveness in your ministry. Thank you. Amen. Amen. So... Yeah, it's good to honor these guys, man. I mean, we just, we wouldn't be here, you know, if it, Brent, Vicki, love you guys. Whole Preston clan. Noel's a staff pastor now at Gateway Church up in South Lake. And so, you know, it's one of the interesting things we were thinking too, is just how many people have gotten into ministry just by doing ministry stuff here at Christ Fellowship. It's pretty amazing. Um, and that's the way it ought to be, you know, it's, it's cool. Wesley, you're all grown up, dude. Oh my goodness. You're looking great. Handsome dude, yeah. All right. So, uh, just you guys, one of our uh, current elders, longtime 30 year plus friend, y'all give it up for Todd Knight. Well, I am overwhelmed seeing some of the faces that are in the room today. It's, uh, it's amazing. You know, uh, Jack and I were 24 years old in 1988 when we met Jamie and Kim, and we were, we met them at a 3,000-member church over in Dallas, and we were all of us were just out of college, and we were basically trying to decide what the purpose for our life was and what we were going to do with our life, and <clears throat> out of that uh, just became a very deep friendship, and. We became friends because we started hanging out. Yeah, that's what we look like. As you can see, absolutely nothing has changed. But out of that, you know, we became friends because we were doing life together. Jamie and I were playing sports together and we're watching kids grow up and all these things. And we became friends from that. But we became family because we were running after God together. And that has been the power of community uh, in living life together in that way. And I think it was 1990, Jamie came to Jackie and I, and he said, hey, I'm going into ministry. I'm going out to a church in South Lake. Would love for you guys to think about coming with us. And our response was, do you know how far South Lake, Texas is from Dallas? <laughs> it's been nice knowing you guys. Blessings on South Lake. And that feudal resistance lasted at least a year, and we were members in a church in South Lake. Three years later, Jamie and Kim came to Jackie and I, and they said, hey, we're thinking about planting a church in Grapevine called Christ Fellowship. Love for you guys to pray about coming with us. We were like, do you know how far Grapevine is from Dallas, Texas? It's been nice knowing you. But that feudal resistance lasted all of six months until Kim literally found us a house in Grapevine and we moved to Grapevine. <laughs> telling you. And then in 2002, they came to us and they said, hey, we're thinking about <laughs> moving the church to Fort Worth. Love for you guys to pray about coming with us. Do you know how far Fort Worth, Texas is from Grapevine? And that resistance lasted at least two weeks. 
we were in. But the power of that is that through this whole season, these 25 years, we learned how to hear God. Because through all those big decisions that we had to make, the challenge for us was we've got to go hear God and see what He's saying and see if this is His timing uh, for us. And that is that. there's nothing like... I think that is probably the most... Uh, important spiritual piece of discipleship, spiritual development that has happened in our life at Christ Fellowship is learning to hear and follow God. And just that has served us well the whole time and it continues to serve us well just to simply pause, listen to God, evaluate what He's saying, and then respond to Him. And But there's nothing like doing life and community together. And that's what I love about this church is that we have done that well. Um, I remember Jamie and Kim going on the occasional pastoral trip, and some of those times they would leave Emily and Matthew with us, and you know, three days with kids when you don't have any, it doesn't change anything. Just, <laughs> but we would do like any good friends would. We'd feed them pizza and Lucky Charms and send them back to their parents a few days later. But that has been the beauty of, of this church for us. And, you know, we decided long ago that we didn't want to be statistics in the kingdom. We wanted to make it, we wanted to stay in, and we wanted to have a good time doing it. And two things have really marked our lives in this church. And one is that a long time ago, we decided resolutely that we were going to say yes to Jesus the best we knew how, every day. And the second thing was, we are going to have fun doing it. Because this journey in the kingdom, as you know, it is not for the weary. And there are days and challenges and seasons that come through. But we said, we have got to have fun. We've got to love being together. We've got to love doing life together. And the only way we can do that, as Jamie has taught us relentlessly is just to keep turning to Jesus day after day, season after season. And when we do that, we're able to help each other along the way. And so the power of community has transformed our lives forever. And it really, it just warms my heart to see all the faces here today that have played such an impact uh, in our lives and our own spiritual development. And uh, while we have had an absolutely amazing 25 years, I can say without question, I'm most excited about the days ahead because God is always faithful. Amen. Well said. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're remembering today and we're also looking forward to all that God has for us. We're thinking about the next 25. We really are. For those of you who don't know, we're, we're actually, we're literally on January 1 changing our name to Antioch Community Church, Fort Worth, just Antioch, Fort Worth. And uh, that's the movement that we're a part of and been a part of for years and years. And, and uh, we see that as just stuff we're looking forward to. And so I, I appreciate you even mentioning that. Um, well, you know, one of the things we've done is we believe we were always supposed to be a life-giving, multiplying, reproducing church. And so we've been sending people out since the very beginning almost. And so I want you guys to welcome one of our church planters in Chiang Rai, Thailand, Brent Pennington. An honor. It's a huge honor to be here. And I've been thinking about what's going on here and I want to do a little experiment. So, uh, 
Brandon and Noel were leading a training school. I think they call it discipleship school now. Um, a long time ago for a big group of us who are thinking about going and planting churches. If you are a part of that, leading that, or a part of that first training discipleship school, or a part of one of the church plants that actually trained and went out before that, could you stand right now? Okay, now, stay standing, stay standing. I want, if you are a part of the training discipleship school right now, I want you to stand up. That's a part of it that's going on right now in the church. Now, if you are a part of one of the training schools, discipleship schools, one of those things, from that now, from now or all the way back then, please stand up now. Yeah, any of the training schools. And if you are a part of a mission trip that went overseas, stand up, out of Christ Fellowship or Antioch or any of those things, a part of a mission trip that went here in the nation or even to Fort Worth. Stand up now. Stand up now. Okay? All right. Everybody round of applause for that. Okay. Now sit down. Why am I so excited about that? Because I started asking the question, what, what, what is, what's going, what is, what's that all about? You know, what is that about? And I started thinking and the Lord's showing me what that's about is a long time ago. Well, well, first thing, when you come here, you will hear Jamie say weird things like the boundary lines have fallen for me in good places. Or he'll say something like, and this one is really weird, he'll say, and David served his purposes for his generation in his time, and then he died. And that's where it gets a little weird. And you're going, what's, what's that all about? I've been thinking about, what's that all about? Well, it's because Jesus was saying kind of strange things a while back, about 2,000 years ago. He, he came on this earth and he was saying things like, the kingdom of God is at hand. And like I'm, I was when I'm sitting here listening to Jamie say things like that, the people around were going, What's, what is that all about? But he wanted to make it clear. So after he said this, well, the kingdom of God is at hand, he started touching people. He started touching people that no one else would touch. He started eating with people that other people would say, you should never, you should never be with them. You should never eat with them. He started praying for them. He started healing these people. He was walking with them. He was teaching them day after day. He was with them, and it was great. And they started to understand what it meant that the kingdom of God was at hand. And then he did something even crazier. He said, okay, now I'm leaving. And they all freaked out. They're like, no, 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 we just started getting this. But he said, no, I'm going to leave, and it's going to be better. And then they're really like, I, I, how's it going to be better that you're leaving? We're getting this. It's great. We're life together. People will actually eat with us right now. It's going to be better because I am going to send the helper. And it's not just going to be about us right here. But the helper's going to come, and he's going to be in you, and you're going to do all of these kingdom of God at hand things everywhere you go. And then that happened. 
And Jesus left, and the Spirit came, and they were walking in this fullness of the Spirit. And then all of a sudden, they're praying and worshiping one day, and the Spirit's there, and he says, hey, there's two guys over here, Paul and Barnabas. I want to do something special with them. And they said, okay, okay, Spirit, what do you want to do? And Paul and Barnabas got laid hands on, and they were sent out, and the whole world started hearing about the kingdom of God is here for you now. And that's what it was about. And that's what this all standing up is about, because it's still happening. And Daniel and Ashley say, Okay, I think the Spirit is saying for us to do that same thing. And they go to Southeast Asia, and they say, the kingdom of God is at hand. And Kathy goes to East Asia, and she starts telling people, he's here now, he's with us, he's available for you. And some of you go to your office at Fort Worth, And you say, God's here now. He's with us. There's new things that God wants to show you about who you are and his purposes for you that you've never heard before. And you go to your school at TCU or your high school. And you say, God's here with us now. He's here with us now. And that's what This, that's what was going on here. And that's what is going on here. And that's what I'm really thankful for right now. And next, what, is Mare here? She's going out to Scotland. And Corey, is Corey here? And he's going to Middle East, right? And as I encouraged it earlier, if you guys, if you guys don't know, Mare's the one who's the, the, the sermon encourager, right? Amen, right? Okay, so what happens next is she goes, Corey goes, and now what we need is someone to raise up, and who's going to be the sermon encourager, okay? Who's going to say, amen, Jamie, that's right, come on. And I'm saying, you're here, and the kingdom of God is at hand, and I am thankful for what God's done. Thank you, God, for using Jamie and Kim, in Jesus' name. Okay, wow. Awesome. So what, we thought a great way to end this little time, and, and we're going to have just a little bit of response after this next one, but I, but I, I want to invite up uh, a couple of college students. So Lucy, would you come up? Aiden, Yamada, Lucy Given, and uh, Ben Moss, our college pastor, and want to just share a little bit about kind of now where we're at and where we're going. So... Uh, Go for it. Awesome. Thank you, Jamie. I just feel so uh, inadequate being up here with all these spiritual giants, but I'll take it. So, um, I know I was just thinking as, you know, we're, we're running through all this stuff up here. I'm thinking, man, I think there's something that the college ministry's uh, missing out on. And as I'm listening to Brent talk, I kind of started to realize it's those Letterman jackets. <laughs> we need to get some for our college ministry. That's what we've been missing out on. And the other thing we've been missing out on is probably that, that falling out in the spirit thing. I don't know. I don't know what that is, but it sounds fun. I want to try it. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, I should probably be serious. Um, so, thinking about just like what this college ministry's been uh, to me, I'm just kind of thinking about the first event uh, that I went to. Um, it was a worship night, actually, and I remember I 
I went to the worship night, and uh, Ben Moss, our college pastor, actually uh, came up to me, and he prayed for me, and he gave me this word, and it was just right on. It was like he knew my entire life, and I remember thinking to myself, man, these guys, these guys practice magic over here. Um, but I, I remember being so touched by the presence of God in that moment and being so touched by the Holy Spirit um, in that moment and realizing that, man, this Christian life isn't just about, like, you know, doing things and calling myself a Christian, going to church, but that there's, like, this abundant life uh, that Jesus had for me, that there's this full, uh, this full life that he wanted me to live. And I was just thinking about, you know, what God has done through our college ministry and how, uh, how much he's done um, in my time here. And I'm just thinking about that is exactly what he's done. He has uh, touched our ministry, touched our school with the Holy Spirit and with the presence of God. Um, there's been people who have been just calling themselves Christian who has now been able to uh, walk in the fullness of what it actually means to follow Jesus. I'm just thinking about like when I first got here, uh, there was like a handful of us uh, here at uh, the college machine, maybe, you know, 10 of us uh, sitting in the front row. And um, I, now last last week at our college service, we had 107 people um, there. Um, I'm thinking about like the discipleship movement um, that we have on TCU's campus um, that, you know, TCU's campus maybe has never seen before. Um, so just like the things God is doing on our campus is so powerful. I mean, it really does all start from the sacrifice um, that you've just heard about, uh, the legwork that people have put in on our behalf. So we're just so honored and thankful and grateful uh, to be even up on the stage talking today. So here's Lucy. Um, I'm Lucy. I'm the college admin with Ben. Um, and I was just thinking about this and I was thinking about what I want to share. And I was just thinking about how like a year and a half ago, I sat down with Marley and I was like, you know, something about God that I don't know. And I need you to teach me how to know him in that way. And since then, it's just been like incredible walking with this community of people. And, um, I think I've just learned like how to be a worshiper. This church is just full of worshipers and, um, how to follow Jesus for the long haul. A few of us, I told Jamie and Kim this, we're looking the other day and we saw a picture that Kim posted of, um, of the first service of Christ fellowship. And we were all just like wrecked. We were like, we can do this. Like it's been a year and a half, but like we can follow God forever. Um, but seriously, it was so encouraging just to see like your steadfast faith for what this is and who the person of Jesus is. And so, um, I think we all just have such a high faith level because of the culture you guys have set here. And so we're so thankful. Just one cool thing that, um, I've really seen the Lord do um, at TCU is just this movement of God in the theater department. Um, just kind of just a revival sweeping through there, like a dozen people coming to know the Lord or re-give their lives to the Lord. Um, and I'm just so thankful just for um, how Christ Fellowship stewards that and just that we get to be a part of this. And I'm just feeling so thankful today. So thank you, guys. Well, we really are so thankful, and on behalf of the youth ministry and the college ministry and the young adults, we want to say thank you to all of you who have made a way for all of us to be able to encounter Jesus. And we also want to say, as we look to the next 25 years, that we need you. We need your grace. We need your love. We need your leadership in our lives. And we really do believe that the very best is is yet to come for Christ Fellowship. Gonna invite Jamie up to finish us up. Thanks so much. Okay. If I could go ahead and get the uh, ministry team to come on up, the worship team, come on up. And, uh, w- you know, we, uh, every Sunday at Christ Fellowship, we finish with just a little bit of ministry, just a little bit of response uh, time. Just, and I think what I wanna do today 
is just the, if anything's stirring in your hearts, just to give you a chance to respond. You have some people to pray, and, and uh, if the front fills up or something, we're just going to take five minutes or so, not a long time, but just if, if you're coming in and you're weary, or there's something about this testimony that you've heard about us continuing on or being, just enduring, then, and that's a word that you need, a word of encouragement, a word of hope, then want to give you a chance to get, get prayer from someone. Or if it's just like, hey, I want to, I want to pray that my heart would be stirred up with love for Jesus Christ, then just, it's just an opportunity for prayer. Every time we pray or get prayer, it's like, um, things happen in the spirit. It's like dropping a rock into a calm pond. It just, it creates ripples that move forward in time. And so our prayers really do matter. And, uh, we want to build on all that's happened, but we also want to press forward into the future. And I want God's very best for all of you guys. I want his very, very best for you. So let's stand up if you would. I'm going to pray. Feel free to come forward and get prayer. Get somebody close by to pray if the front fills up. We'll just take a little bit of time to do this. We love you, Father. We praise you, God. We pray that you would pour out your love. And just even as we're so thankful, our hearts are overflowing with gratitude. Lord, would you just meet us here in this moment, Lord, and prepare people for the long haul. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. You guys come, get prayer. We're just going to take a little moment here.